All right. Okay. Uh, Visceralist podcast episode uh, 20 dos. Uh, uh, you can find us visceralist at gmail.com. Um, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. And speaking of iTunes, um, listeners, we don't ask for much around here. Um, and we're not even asking for anything now. But the point is, someone reviewed us. Someone, we got a review on iTunes. We did. Five-star review. We got a five-star review, take that, um, take that, take that. which is very exciting. Uh, if you'd like to help out the podcast, uh, we're never going to ask for money. Probably not. I mean, well, not on the podcast. I, I mean, it's possible I may ask for, for money in real life, but um, mm-hmm. in any case, the best way to help is to go on iTunes, leave a review, and leave some stars, um, or go to SoundCloud and um, just just like us. I think there's like a like a star or a like button there. Um, but anyway, want to re- read the review um, that we got recently um, on iTunes. It's a five star review. Thank you, thank you. Um, you're welcome. And <laughs> it says. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is a really great examination of life in NYC and also other cool stuff. I can't re- it, recommend it highly enough. Wow. I love that review. So positive. That's what I said, too. When I, when I was reading, I said, wow. And so, you know, listeners out there, uh, we have, I know we, we do have a devoted following. Just do it or, or not. It's fine. I don't want to be a burden. <laughs> Um, but uh, I do want to note that we we're transitioning out of our Game of Thrones review phase. We we finished up reviewing Game of Thrones season seven. We had a great time. Um, now, interestingly, I I've gotten into listening to a lot of Game of Thrones podcasts, and because like a lot of them are pretty popular, they're trying to keep it going because I think they know if if you if you stay away from this too long, um, and the people out there can see my visceralist blog as well which i used to do um you have to keep it going on a regular basis otherwise you're done very true and so what a lot of these blogs are doing is some of them are are moving on to other shows and some are actually doing like a they're going back and doing like a rewatch through the whole like they're starting at season one oh damn okay yeah all right and so I didn't. I didn't preface this with you. I wanted to just give it to you blind. But what are your thoughts on us going back to like season one and doing recaps? You know, it's interesting, right? <clears throat> um, seeing a show with fresh eyes after you've seen all the episodes, because I generally don't go back and watch. I'm. I'm not a. Right. I, you are a re- rewatcher. I am not. Right. I like. I will go and maybe watch an episode here or a scene, um, but not for for dramas. For co- for like thirty minute comedies, twenty five minute right. comedies, like Arrested Development or like Ooh. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'll, I'll like. I'll rewatch. You know, I'll rewatch episodes and just laugh to myself while I'm like having a snack or before I go to bed or something. That sounds so peaceful. It is. 
<laughs> but for the longer, for the dramas, I don't really go back and watch. Yeah, but I was talking with somebody, and he was like, "I just started watching Game of Thrones. I just finished season one. And I love it so much. When did you start? I just started watching on Saturday." I was like, "Damn, what? I remember back then. I remember how good it was." Oh, I remember. I still, I, and I still love it. But I was like, "Damn!" And I started thinking back. Like, he's like, "You won't believe." He was trying to tell somebody else to watch it because they had never seen it either. And this was <laughs> right. like unbelievable to me. He's like, you man, it was so unpredictable how season one ended. And then I tried to think how season one ended. I couldn't even remember. Like, I know, you know, there's the beheading. Right. But I couldn't remember at what the point beheading. in season one that happened. Right. It's episode nine. It happened um, kind of early, though, right? I don't know. Like, midway through, I don't even remember. Well, yeah. See, that uh, you, 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 make, you make some good points there. And, like, most, I think most shows, period, are not worth rewatching. Um, the one that one exception, like for me, is The Wire, which that's exceptional in, in a lot of different ways. So I, I put that on a different shelf. Uh, it's on a very high shelf that's not touched by any other show. Um, for, the, for The Wire, I think I've, the wire, because I've, the wire, I've, I've rewatched probably 10, watch 10 to 12 times. Season, I think I watched season four again with the kids because season shit. four is the best one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've rewatched the whole series like ten to twelve times. Like my obsession yes. with the wire is whatever. But for this, and this is a great show, and I will say, so I haven't, I haven't yet gone back and rewatched season one. I do remember it, or I do remember where I was watching it uh, when I did because I, I binged it uh, shortly after this the season ended. And I was really struck with like how dope it was and like how smart it was and everything. Now I'm tempted. Now I've been listening to a few podcasts that that are again are doing this this rewatch and like they're talking about they're covering all the beats on um, on episode one. And episode one is there's a lot of shit. That, like apparently like Hodor is apparently in episode one. And like Jorah Mormont's in episode one. Like all this like shit. No, like Benjamin's yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, Benjamin got had to be mentioned somewhere. Somewhere along the line, I meant I missed all like the real mentions of Benjamin, and he just like shows up as the savior for all the Stark kids at a certain point in the fucking right. wilderness. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, who is this Benjamin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just comes out and rescues people. That's Ned's brother, though, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he he's in episode one, and even in episode one, he has this thing with John where he's like. John wants to be like in the, um, the Night's Watch, and Benjamin's like, "Well, if you only knew something, so and so and so," and then he trails off, and then like, because Benjamin knew about his his parentage, um, right? Oh, he did. Yeah, um, but no one could ever tell him. Anyway, I don't know. Like we, I, I, I almost certainly don't have the patience to go back and watch. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and also speaking of speaking of HBO comedies, like Curb Your Enthusiasm is about to start, so. Um, Pretty hilarious. I saw that preview the other day. I was, like, oh, yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like the first episode and the first season were really good. I see. I'm tempted to go back and rewatch the first season because I think there were certain things that I missed, but also just because of the way that, like, the density of the show, like, right. There are things that you weren't paying attention to that if you, I went back and I saw now, I'd be like, oh, shit, look at this. Oh, that's But like right. back then, it just happened. You're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
because I, I assume you didn't really know that much about the books. No, I knew like, I didn't either. And like, all I knew was this prestige piece that was based on the books. And I was like, okay, well, this could be interesting. And like, it's like, God, first, so many characters in the first episode. And right. And that was troubling for me. Very troubling. There's a lot of backstory that they drop too that like is really important. Like the stuff about John Aaron and like how Baratheon, Rob Baratheon became. Um, King and why he's yeah, all that stuff was very important. And I don't think I really sorted that out until later seasons. I just sort of just let it happen. I was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. the way it is. And I was but... yeah, exactly, yeah. And I was enjoying it, like just watching the show, even without that. And like once I got into like going online and like reading up on uh, like people who have read the books and like who give like breakdowns for people who haven't read the books, which is very generous. I definitely appreciate it. Um. Like then I was like, oh shit! There's all this shit here. Like this is there's a whole world, a whole new world. Yeah, it's 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 very very in depth. Um, I mean, I guess be on on the lines of Lord of the Rings, where J.R.R. went like completely all in, making up all those languages and the lineages. Yeah, and and all that all that other stuff, just creating a whole world. Yeah, except not not boring is, like so Lord of the Rings. Oh, 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 yeah, this move. I mean, the movies are uh -oh. terrible. Uh, Those movies are terrible. Oh man, you want these? You want these nerds coming for you, Nick? Son, I'm t I thought we were trying to get five star ratings, and you out here slandering JRR. <laughs> so, you know, what we're gonna you get I, negative five stars. I'm sure they'll find a way to give us negative five stars, too. Um, I feel like I heard somewhere next, man. that, well, don't you don't have to keep saying it because, like, you don't have to egg them on. Anyway, I heard somewhere that George R.R. R. Martin actually took, like, he, like, his initials aren't really R.R. Like, he only did that because he was such a super fan of J.R.R. R. Tolkien. That would make sense with George R.R. R. Like, he's, he, he's a... I mean, it's like a, it's like a Lord of the Rings for adults. Is that really controversial? I don't know. You're acting now. You got it's me. The nervous. Lord of the Rings was made for adults. Okay. Well, I mean, I read it in like eighth grade, so. You could read if you were in eighth grade. You'd probably be reading Game of Thrones. I mean, I'm sure eighth graders now are reading Game of Thrones. That's what uh, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But will eighth graders a hundred years from now be reading Game of Thrones? That's the uh, question. Well, we'll leave that to the to the comment section and the reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's right. And just a note out there, if you if you do leave a review, we'll we'll read it. As as you can see, we read um that completely unprompted review. I don't know why I said phrased it like that. I don't that's weird. Um but um, anyway, let's move on to our main. So the point is, we're moving back into our main visceralist podcast stuff, uh, and we'll kind of fill it out as we go along. But we're getting right back into our, our most popular segment, uh, the trifling in NYC segment. And we've been away from this segment for a while, so I'm sure we've both accrued various trifling stories. I don't know if you want to start. I can start. I have several. Okay, well, why don't uh, why don't you start? Um, okay, I'll start with the trifling inside of NYC okay. first today. Um, 
Sometimes I have to go to Roosevelt Island for work. Mm-hmm. And stop on Roosevelt on the F train. There's only yeah. one exit to the station. And so um, there's this man, he's in his wheelchair, and he will wait there asking people for money as you come off of the train. So it's like, okay, whatever, you got your little hustle, this and that. I don't really, res- I guess I respect it. I will accept but, it. To clarify, this is a guy who appears to be homeless in a wheelchair. He doesn't appear to be homeless. That does not look obvious to me. All I can really tell is that he's in a wheelchair. He doesn't look homeless to me, based on my assessment of homeless people throughout the city. Okay. But he's a guy in a wheelchair by an exit of a subway with, with a thing for money. He's got like the little plastic like dumpling container okay. shaking it with some change. That's pretty that's a big one. Sorry, I don't yeah, so I interrupt too much. It's a tall yeah. one. It's actually not even a dumpling. It's more like the uh like the ramen container. It's a tall one. Okay. So he's out there shaking that shit. And I was there. I was supposed to be meeting somebody at four o'clock. I was there at three forty five. He was there mm-hmm. when I arrived. Mm-hmm. Um I was there until about four twenty waiting for this person. They finally mm. showed up. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I saw him shaking his thing, shaking his... his <laughs> no, it's not his thing. Yeah, shaking he his was, thing. He was shaking the container full of change. And at one point, of he course. stopped. And I was talking... I was waiting with some other people. There were three of us. We were waiting for a fourth. And I looked over, and he some kind of wallet contraption and he just started started counting his money i saw some 20s some 10s it's like what the hell's happening over here okay. i was like okay and then he he tried to roll over and ask us for money everyone so, was so just the guy just to, just to recap the guy in the wheelchair had a wallet on him with a bunch mm-hmm. of and he saw some 20s indeed okay i saw them with my own two eyes and so then Another, oh my gosh. Well, so you're breaking up a this little is an international, bit. International do you work here one. I'm not even in the United States at this point. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can hear me, right? I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah, you're breaking up just a little bit. I don't know if yeah, everything looks like it's here. good. My plug okay. is good. Okay, I think just maybe just try, just talk a little bit slower. Okay, so I was in Bermuda for a vacation, and we stayed not in a hotel, but more of in a guest house. It's almost like a bed and breakfast. So there were maybe like six places, six rooms within. And at one point, it was in the evening. My friend and I had come back. A little inebriated. We were in the kitchen, and then they. Had they had they had things and they had a refrigerator. We were making coffee. I think I was eating cereals. Um, um, and then these two new people to the establishment came in, and then one of them asked me if I worked there. Uh, okay, so sorry, you're breaking up a little bit for there, but uh, let me just recap. So you're in Bermuda. Um, you came back to your room. Yes, but space. Okay, so you're down. To, okay, so you went to your room, then you go to the common space, and so you're just kind of chilling. And then someone came up to you specifically and and said, "Do you work there?" 
Yep, and I just made a face, and she realized now, what she did. The, the issue being here that you're you're a person of color. I'm assuming this person was white. Now they were Asian. Okay. And she was and with a black. I'm sorry. This is an Asian woman with a black man. My friend tried to tell me they were daughter and mother, but that made no sense. I said, what are you talking about? They I'm were sorry, obviously just friends. Just to back up. So <laughs> now only because you're breaking up a little bit. So I want to make sure, make sure the story is clear for everyone. Uh, you left, you left you're breaking up, so that's fun. Um, so there's an Asian woman with a black daughter. <laughs> he thought they were mother and daughter, but I said, did you see them? I'll true that to his drunkenness. Okay, so just to clarify, Asian woman, black daughter. No, Asian woman, black woman. They were approximately thirty-five years old. Okay, okay, and okay. Well, what maybe? Okay, did you consider this? Uh, maybe they were lay it on me. They were trying to hit on you, and that was their end. Like, oh, do you work here? They, couldn't they have said, if, oh, you guys are guests here, or asked me some question related to that, being a guest? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, look, I mean, people, when they're trying to, like, hit on people, they don't always get it right. And so it's more about, like, initiating a conversation sometimes. Okay. Now, I'm sure you're right, and they were just being like, yes, they, they probably genuinely thought you worked there, which, I mean... It, then I'm wondering, like, how were you dressed? Were you, were there any epaulets on you on your? I was wearing my work overalls because oh. I oh. was. Uh, well, I was putting in work over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I, look, I, I, yes, I'm, I can I'm contrast that with my entrance, bit. with our entrance, me and my friend. So we came in, no one at the front desk. I, we walk to the back through the kitchen and we see a woman on the back porch. She's on a computer. Mm -hmm. What did we say to her? Um, do you work? No, we do not. This is a brown woman. We say nothing to her because we're scared. So we we go back and we call I mean, the number. There like, isn't there like a bell at the? We uh, I, I was ringing the shit out of that bell. But guess what? She she, she did work there, and I could have asked her, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to offend her. Hmm. Desk. She wasn't the front desk worker. But the next day, I saw her talking to the front desk worker, and I found out that she does work. She does. So she did work there. She was just maybe on a break or something. Okay. Um. Yeah. Now yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, I don't. I mean, I even hesitate to play devil's advocate with this one. Um. You can go ahead, go, go ahead. Republican cow can come out if you want. Well, I will say, uh, I, I'm immediately reminded of your recent story where you were at Target and you were asked by a couple of people <sighs> if you worked there. Um, 
I think, you know, to just I, and that I guess same, I, like Uniqlo story as it happened <laughs> before that. Too. Um, no, I don't think so. My theory, my theory was because I have to, I wear, um, the ID bag. So you're breaking up a little forms, bit. Five different forms of ID around my neck. Okay. Why do you wear? Why on earth would you wear that outside of work? Depends though? where I'm going. I have to go here. I have to go there. Right. So I don't always take it off after work. And if it's during work or work hours, I just leave it on. Well, okay. I mean, if you're gonna be out in the so, street with with an ID and looking official, like I'm out in the streets, yeah. Well, but I'm not. I'm me. not wearing. I was like, like again. I'm at Uniqlo again. This is the second time this has happened at Uniqlo. I had that shit on, well, uniform. But I had this on, and mine is blue. The Uniqlo one is red. Right. I'm looking at this. Um. Well. Um, not the windbreaker, but like a rain jacket, little thing that can pack up into the zipper. I used to have one of those as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Zipper, convenient, yeah, easy peasy. Yeah. So I had, I was looking at that, and the guy comes up to me, oh, do, you, do, do, this, do they steal umbrellas here? That's the terrible accent. Mm, I don't remember God. what exactly. <laughs> Is he from Dorn? <laughs> Is he from Dorn? I don't remember where what his real accent was, but I just made that one up right now. Okay. All right. Look, I don't know. And the point is, yeah, someone rolled up on you thinking you, you worked there. Again, they sell umbrellas. I don't know where they are. I bought an umbrella here before. You got to ask somebody that works here. And then they're like, <gasps> And then they feel like so bad. I'm like, they man, did not breathe in that hard. Not that, not as hard as I did. Right okay, now. I was about to say. But he was, he was embarrassed, and he said something in his language to his woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just uh, to clarify, he said something in his language to his woman. Yeah. Okay. He All right. Like well. It's mildly embarrassing. I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine being embarrassed about that. I'd be like, oh, you don't work here? Okay. Uh, move on to the next person. Uniqlo, it happens to me all the time. I don't know why. What? Uniqlo. Who is going to the Uniqlo yeah. asking for help? That place is so fucking big. I mean, look, I say this as someone who loves, loves Uniqlo, but that place is pretty well laid out and it's pretty basic. And it's like. You've been there two times. You've been there a hundred times. Everything is in the same place in every store. If you've been there one time, you, you like. Uh, it's That's mo- I mean, it is mostly it's mostly women's clothes now. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know. I think I I guess if I was getting asked as much as you apparently do, I would probably be more upset. But I mean, I was I get so stressed out sometimes. I I kind of like I kind of like when people ask me for information. Like it sort of makes me feel a little official in this. And it happened over the weekend. Oh yeah. I think someone asked. Just I just like getting asked for directions. Just as I'm walking around New York, I think. That, I have actually, you know what? That's like a really affirming situation when someone asks you for directions. You can yeah. give them directions. You feel very good about yourself. Yeah. That. Someone asked me where. Everybody does. I think where the nearest T-Mobile store is and. <laughs> 
I, what I realized is that there is actually like just on Delancey Street, there's there's an AT and T, there's a there's a T Mobile, and there's a um and there's a, like a what is that? Crick cricket? Cricket or simple? I think there's a Verizon too. Like yeah, Delancey Street has everything. Um. So but, your initial reaction was to say, "Go fuck yourself." No, oh, it's no. right on the corner. See, I wasn't, I wasn't hung over at that point, so uh, <laughs> my reaction is more civil. Um, <laughs> and also, it was all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so <laughs> let me move on to Are mine. You asking if I have any more trifles? Let me think. So there was no. That. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was going to get into mine. But <laughs> out of town trifling and then well you gotta just save him just save him because we're I'm not gonna... done with my out of town trifling okay i'll save it for next time what the, Baham- the bermuda one yeah you weren't done oh i have two directions yeah no save save those okay i'll save them your direction comment made me remember the other two okay we'll just jot, just jot it down trust me we will, we will need it because i frequently am like running out of Gotcha, um, gotcha. And, and the story I had today only happened like three weeks ago. So, um, unless you have any sort of final note to wrap, um, don't 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 come up to you and ask. But I mean, I, my my note to wrap is, is stop wearing your your badges from work when you're outside. But if I'm at the retail store, I probably know what the shit is. That's okay. I give the guy the reference. Like I don't work here, but that shit's over there. Okay. Just start asking for money before you do it. <laughs> Yo, the last time I was at Uniqlo, I asked him if I could steam a shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, are you asking someone you thought worked there or? Oh, he did work there. He was in the fitting room. They do fit stuff there. Problem was so... I had spilled. I had spilled on my shirt that I wore <laughs> that day. So I went to Uniqlo. I bought a new shirt because I didn't have my Tide stick or anything like this. I didn't feel like buying it. So there was a stain. So I bought a new shirt. However, there were so many wrinkles in this folded up ass shirt. I asked the guy in the fitting room, is your steamer? No. Go ask the people at the front desk, at the cashier. Talk to the people at the cash register. Oh, cash wrap people. No, go back and ask the fitting room. So go out there. He's a, he looked at me like he never heard what a steamer was. I uh, 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 blah, blah, blah. whatever man i walk out here with wrinkles fuck that whatever i'll be wrinkled. well i hate the main it. question is do they even have that that capability there a retail store without a steamer yeah uh-uh. it's not a dry uh-uh. cleaners it doesn't exist man does target have a steamer i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know um sure that was gonna buy and wear out of the store okay now here's well here's a sub trifling in, in nyc story i had a i i went got into work i i oh fuck no i probably shouldn't tell this anyway got to work late <laughs> what time um 5 p.m let's just let's just say i i had a i'd forgotten that i had a meeting and i had to go to uniqlo to buy a shirt because it was a vaguely important meeting and which uni did you go to uh, I won't say, but any, no, it depends on the service. It's, I'm not trying no, no, to say. No, no, no. And I'm not, wait, let wait. me get to the point. Let me get to the point. The point is, um, I didn't even have enough money on me to get a decent shirt. Oh, 
you. This is <laughs> yeah. So just put my name out. Anyway, um, <laughs> my bad. Definitely, my bad. definitely editing that part out. Um, let's see, timestamps. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. What do you mean you have enough money? Don't you have a debit card? I thought you were big balling over there. Uh, okay. Anyway, you were down with with Lavar and the three Bs, big balling brand. There is going to be a BBBK shoe at some point. That's why I thought I thought you were coming through with that casual, that streetwear shoe. Look, I, I, well, obviously, I can't talk about it now before like the marketing launch. It's gonna be that's gonna be BBBV. This is visceralist. <laughs> it's gonna be all 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 visceralist pink. Um, all that. Speaking of visceralist pink, it's it's roughly the same shade as getting a ticket in New York because. And I know this because the visceralist got two two let me let me just say this. I went with some friends to a beach house in Rockaway recently. And I want I want to preface this by saying I had a great time. At a great time in Rockaway. Uh it it has a certain rep. Um and I as a lower east sider, devoted lower east sider, was hesitant to go out there. But I went out there and I had a good time. And okay. so Wonderful. it was good hospitality there. It was cool. But I will say um, that I got I got two tickets during my time there, and, which I was not happy about. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick uh, recap on, on these tickets. Now, the first ticket is for an open container violation. Oh, uh, come on. Open, open, open container of alcohol. And so... There, there was the beach house we were in. There was a guy right next to who lived in the house next to us, and we sort of, sort of chatting with him over the fence. And he was really cool. And he, like, so it's a Saturday morning, like eleven. We were gonna, we we're packing up to go over to the beach, and I was like, me just generally assuming that shit is, shit is all good, just because I don't know, we're a bunch of hipsters and we can do whatever we want. That's our entitlement. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> um but he told us he's like yeah he was like yo don't well don't if you bring bear just make sure you conceal it really well because so he was giving you advice okay they're kind of he basically said they're kind of strict on the beach and it's you're on a like a nice saturday so there will be cops out and can beers i well we had a bunch of beers and cans Okay, that's and good. we were gonna be out on the beach for oh. say four or five hours, and I was like, "Well, I certainly can't be without beer for four or five hours, so we got to be something." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so, wait, hold up, homie. what? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, basically, I was like basically actually the, what the guy said scared most of the our, we had a fairly big crew let's say 10 12 people and he managed to scare most of those people off but it was me Chuck, and like, nah, nah, yeah, me. Say, say a couple buddies who were like yeah you know it's a, and we all knew like it's it's a 25 dollar ticket that's not for open container well for, you know for some people it's something but yeah, for me it's nothing. You know, very, you know, very, very. Um, but anyway, I was like, I don't know. Are they really gonna be cracking down? So anyway, fast forward maybe like two hours later, like most of our crew is kind of like chilling on the sand. We got the beach towels going, and 
I am literally just drinking beers, Bud Lights out of the can. And sure enough, no cozy, no cozy. We had, we actually even brought, this is out of fucking, and this is like, this is a good reason why this segment is called trifling in New York, because I am just egregiously trifling from time to time. And like, so sure enough, there's like some cops roll by on a dune buggy and they're, this is at State Park? This is at Rockaway Beach. Okay. And they do it. They roll by us. And I'm like, oh, boy. And then they wrote, they ride by. But then they do a loop and they come by. Mm. And I'm like, oh, shit. You like and that and it stopped. And now this this case is settled at this point. So I've, I've, I've already paid off the, the fee and it's all settled. So, but... And I, I, I gotta say, like, they were, they were actually really cool. They were, they were totally reasonable, and they, they didn't have to be, but they were. And so, and like for whatever, cops. yeah. And we don't have to get into any sort of larger conversation about the cops. I'm just talking about these cops that I dealt with, and they were like, basically, and not in their words. These are my words. They were like. You know, if you had just like poured it into a cup, we wouldn't have even stopped you. But it's because you were so egregious about it that we had to stop you because you're out here with all these people and you're drinking from what is clearly a Bud Light can. So here's your here's your ticket. And they were so fucking chill and cool about it. Okay. So I ate the ticket, and of course, of course, my friends were like taking all kinds of Instagram photos. It was a mean shit, and really? like, cra- cracking on you. Yeah, clowning on you. They're clowning. I mean, what? What do you think? Did I mean? I kind of. I mean, I did. I was warned, and I was egregious, and I was out there. Um, I would say that. Yeah, you deserve the ticket. Just put it in any other container. Yeah. Apart from the can that it came in. Yeah. Are you being right? They don't really bother anybody. Yeah, and yeah. So, look, I I already paid, which means I've. I mean, it's not even. It doesn't rise to the level of pleading guilty or anything, but effectively, like. And yeah. now you've learned your lesson. Well, is it true? You know, we had a good time there. Anyway, you know, here's. You the, hate I said, lessons. I know you hate them. I, oh God. Um. So my second, my second thing though, a second ticket. As I mentioned, there were two. And this one I was not nearly as I'm not nearly as cordial about, but I took the so this is on the A train like you can this place is accessible on the A train, and so I took the A train back and I took it fairly early in the morning, um, before like everyone else left, and the train, as you might expect, coming from like the middle of nowhere to riding through the city there was no one on it there was like the car that i was on had literally three maybe no three people total so two other people on i'm I'm relaxing and maybe i'm chilling out max and relaxing a bit too much because i'm kind of like leaned on i have my okay i have my legs on this i was i was reclining on the seats feet up i have my feet up that's and like spread across like three seats. 
Who do you think you are? Well, uh, fucking well. Queen of Sheba over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the, I was the Queen of Sheba on that train, and <laughs> and the but and what is my fucking luck there? Two fucking cops roll up at one random stop on the A line in Deep Queens, and they like, hey, immediately hey. spot me, and they're like, "Okay, well." you know what time it is and i'm like really were they wearing nike boots and they were like yes really how much is that so ticket? now that ticket is 50 dollars. 50 yeah this is unreasonable I, I mean look you can't you can't fight city hall and I 50 for your feet up but 25 dollars for fifteen dollars for having some alcohol. No, it's twenty-five for having open container, and then fifty for having my feet up. They should be the same. I thought, you know, I thought it was the same until just last week when I actually went to pay them because you can pay them all online. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah, twenty-five, twenty-five, I'm good. And then I actually look at the feet up ticket and it's fifty, and I'm like, yeah. So, so you went out there. I mean, I learned my. I I, I, I would say. So now you know. Don't push your feet up. I'm more learn my lesson about putting my feet up than open container. <laughs> You're the best. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. So. Any I'd any lessons for the listeners? Any what? Sorry, so you're breaking up. Any lessons for the listener? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I guess probably don't hang out with me when you go to the beach. Damn. I think that's the main one. I don't know. I don't. You and I were talking about going to the beach. <laughs> said, don't put, we were talking about going to the beach. Now I hear these stories. Maybe I don't want to go to the beach for you. I mean, I certainly would probably... I mean, you know, we can go to the beach and just not go we can stay inside and play video games sound fun no i haven't played video games in years so i don't know unless it's like flappy bird i and i'm I'm also bad at that and i don't like it so anyway let's move on um okay all right that was one of our more extended uh trifling in new york's uh segments but We've been away for a while, so I guess it makes sense. Um, so let's get into our our last segments. Now we haven't we haven't covered sports in a while. No, and this is something that you know we get. I've gotten some feedback on our sports talk, and because it's so Ohio centric, uh, certain people sort of. Are like eh. people that live in the West Coast. I hate it. Well, just various people, and to them, I say, uh, "Go fuck yourself." O H. Mm-hmm. I O. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's get into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's start with the Ohio State stuff, and then we'll get into the Oak thing. Um, so both you and I are noted Ohio State football fans. Um, 
Ohio State football, arguably best college football program. I mean, going back historically, um, it has the, the most popular rivalry, OSU-Michigan, I, I think. I don't know. There's, there's some competition there, but um, I don't know. I don't need to oversell it here. Look, let's talk about the, this season. Look, look, we, we, lo- we just lost a game. There's no doubt about it. We did. We lost to Oklahoma. Um, it wasn't pretty. Some cracks. There were some certain cracks in the facade exposed. Why don't we start there? Why don't we start? What do you see as the biggest crack in the facade of our otherwise unimpeachable football team? I think it's the underutilization of the offensive weapons that we have. We have a lot of weapons. We just aren't using them. Like that kid Campbell, J.K. Dobbins, and it has. It seemed like, like a lot of people want to put the blame on J.T. Right? J.T. can't do this. He can't do that. He can't do this. He can't do that. However, J.T. Barrett, our fourth-year quarterback, I would argue starting quarterback and as an offensive coordinator, if you see that your quarterback is having trouble doing certain things, you would adjust your game plan to fit to his strengths and complement what he going well. But that's also just the manner of adjustments on the game. Like if you see that they're stopping this certain play or if you're running this way, if you're going this way, it's not working against fucking Oklahoma try something else but it just yeah. seemed like the Buckeyes have it almost seemed like they had a number of set plays like they were set in their mind this is what, what we're gonna do right they had no option it yeah it's it seemed like they had no alternative um, that's an interesting point yes so you're saying basically that we weren't adjusting to the game we were playing we were playing trying to play our right. game Trying to impose our game the on them, fourth, oppose... right? And Oklahoma, not have... they were stopping it every step of the way, and our defense gave valiant effort. They held up as long as they could, but I mean, you can only survive so many three and outs as defense, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's a good point. We were getting so many three and outs that our defense was becoming fatigued. Um... Wait, and they're, 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 this is the problem with the uh, team. I think it's the game planning and the play calling and certain things, the certain minutia, which, yes, I know about, but I don't know enough about to feel, um, I don't know, to be an expert commenter about it, even though these so-called experts on TV seem like they just about than bullshit like i could probably do that but um yeah i mean any anyone <laughs> anyone who knows how like the 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 down system works i think could talk about football on tv um <laughs> it, it, it's yeah i what what i saw in the game is that we have quarterback jt barrett who's been playing since 2013 and i remember that 2013 run uh i remember that 2013 michigan game too and that's when um uh braxton braxton miller was 
Oh, that's a boy. <laughs> and so, and then there was that Cardinal was so Jones. Can we do a sidebar? Sure. That was one of your worst nicknames, each other. The Big BM. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you're, you're referencing the, the nickname I had for Braxton Miller. Big BM, yes. And you're saying, and your claim is that I came up with a. Did you not? Um, it's uh, yeah. Well, first of all, my main nickname for him is Brax Daddy. Oh, that's true. That is true. That was your primary name, Brax Daddy. Yeah. I will. Cor good correction. Right. Good correction. And but then I think you could I, also throw in that big BM from time I think, to time. Yes, in the heat of the moment, in some games, I would occasionally say the big BM, which. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh um, man! But yeah, as far as, as what I was saying about JT Barrett is, look, look I think he's been playing at, at a top tier co collegiate level for four years. I think he's tired. I think he's 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 tired. He doesn't want to do it. He's not inspired. He's not getting paid uh, ostensibly um, to do this shit. He probably won't if if get get drafted as an NFL quarterback. He might unless unless something changes right now. It's gonna have a lot of problems getting drafted. Yeah. So I'm sure he's cognizant of all that, and. So, you know, he's playing for what? Glory now? I don't know. Like, I. He's playing for that Big Ten champ. And then, honestly, they're still in contention for the national championship. They've only lost one game. It's early in the year, right? They still have to play Penn State's on the schedule. I think Penn State, Penn State is on the schedule this year. Michigan's yes. always on the schedule. So, if Correct. they run the Big Ten table and they beat both of them and they only lose one game all year long to an Oklahoma team that finishes top five, top four. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah, I'd say they they get in if they win the Big Ten. I I I don't see how you you leave them out because I can't imagine. I, well, I don't know. UCLA and USC are, are pretty good. I, I don't know. Again, there's five conferences trying to get into a four team playoff. Oklahoma is apparently pretty good. I don't think they're going to go into. They may or may not go undefeated. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, they look good. They look fucking damn good on Saturday. Okay, so if they go, here's the thing. We need now. This is where college sports is all fucked up, right? College football, not college basketball, not any. Well, I don't know about the other ones, but I feel like everybody else decides it within, um, like on the field, right? You have a tournament, mm -hmm. you do well, you make it to a tournament, and you play your games, you win, right. you move on, right? So this is where we need Oklahoma to continue to win. If Oklahoma continues to win, that makes our loss look better. And if we continue to win, that makes us look better. So as long as Oklahoma wins and as long as we look good, but if Oklahoma starts losing, even yeah. if we can continue to win, yeah, not bad, I mean, but like as long as as long as Penn State's good and Michigan's good when we beat them, then we're okay. Yeah, it's just the 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 annoying part is like it's it's a long season. There's eleven more games on our schedule, and it just sucks that this loss came in so early. 
Uh, Maybe it's good. In college football, if you lose two games, you're essentially out of the national championship picture. Um, yeah, unless you're losing to like the fucking number one, number two team in the nation. It, yeah, exactly. Um, and I will say, though, I believe the first year, yes, the first year of the national football playoff was the 2014-2015 season. And lost to Virginia Tech that year. Lost, exactly. And, we, and yeah. the reason I remember that so well is because my dog, my mom's dog died on the on the night that we lost to Virginia Tech. It was a terrible loss. It was a terrible night for me. Um, and I only know lost. that because I yeah. was in a vet's office overnight on the couch, sleeping on the couch in a vet's office, and all they were showing is ESPN on this TV. So <laughs> You were like... The buck is lost, and the dog dies. <laughs> this yeah. today sucks. But then Basically. we went on to, to win the national championship, and uh, my, my dog dog came back to life too, and he was even cuter than before. Um, you buried him at cemetery, and then he came back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, speaking of pet cemetery, did you did you see that movie? <laughs> Are you gonna see? It? I have not. It looks ter- It looks terrifying. I've never been that you scared on a of Saturday. That. We can go on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday. Oh, I'm not going. If you want to go together. I'm not going, but uh, mostly because like I think that movie looks boring. Oh, it looks absolutely terrifying. It looks boring to you? It looks boring, man. I got some good movies for us to see. You seen The Big Sick yet? Oh, no. Yeah, let's go. I'd be happy to go see that. Good. That is supposed to be really good. It's definitely not in the theaters anymore, but maybe it might it might be over by me. It might be a bam. Okay, well, look into it. It's, uh, it's still might be a bam. I'll check it out. All right, let's yeah. get in. Let's get into. The, I want to move on because. So, so, visceralist fans, longtime visceralist fans will remember in uh, episode sixteen. Uh, I gotta find. Hold. On. I'm trying to find the link. I had it deleted. I had the link to the story that you sent me. Okay. Well, oh, I'll do some setup. Uh, in episode 16, we recounted um, a story about uh, this guy, Charles Oakley, who is a former NBA player who got into a scuffle at Madison Square Garden and then got into um, a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo uh, with uh, the owner of the Knicks, uh, James Dolan, and and it was a whole issue. And if you want a re- good recap, go to episode 16, and there's even some inside info that... Um, uh, you had about that, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go back and listen. And and when you listen, give us a rating. Yes, get us a rating on iTunes. Five five stars, ideally. Anyway, uh, there's been some more news. So that that case was settled in criminal court uh, with Mr. Oakley uh, agreeing to uh, I think a one year, basically staying away from Madison Square Garden for one year. Fine, whatever. But he just recently filed a, a civil case against. James Dolan, the owner, which is one of the most petty civil cases um, I've ever seen in my life. And, and, and what it, the, the big thing for me was that um, I didn't realize you could sue people over these certain things that I didn't know either. Suing, suing James Dolan uh, over to wit. Uh, and I quote, 
Um, let me let me get this right. So he is suing again. Charles Oakley, a former Knicks player, is suing him, suing the owner of the Knicks for uh, forcibly removing Oakley from the Garden and publicly embarrassing him on live television. Uh-huh. So apparently you can you can sue someone for publicly embarrassing you in live television uh he's then also suing the owner of the knicks for the knicks becoming a laughing stock in the nba well that was my favorite part and then a third thing he's suing the knicks for um is uh mr oakley sorry instead uh his head up mr oakley files this complaint to set the record straight so that's the third thing so you can sue people apparently to for being embarrassed on live television, for an owner having his team become a laughing stock, and in order just to set the record straight. So sue somebody you know, if you feel like they're a hater. Young that's you. basically it. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically <laughs> it. somehow codified suing someone for being a hater. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm gonna sue you. Under those three statutes, time behavior. <laughs> I can't party I mean, on me. I mean, look at him and Charles Barkley fighting. That was a good video. Charles Oakley was about to fuck Charles Barkley up. Damn, that video was aggressive. Charles Barkley, sorry, Charles Oakley is known as a pretty aggressive NBA player. Um, of the of the kind they don't really have anymore. Uh, he played in the mid to late 90s i guess um i don't, I don't know like this is like yeah. it seemed like the whole case my, my favorite part where it was where was it here um this reprehensible conduct blah 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 there's a lot of language in this that's clearly like lawyeries like I don't know if someone then, put Oakley up. To and then this one just had nothing to do with anything. This is just Oak Dog trying to bring down Dolan. This defendant Dolan became chairman of the Knicks. They almost immediately relinquished their status. These premier teams winning <laughs> only a single lone playoff series since the turn of the century. I was like, what? Yes. Yeah. The fact that, oh, like, you're throwing in the Knicks record over the past 17 years in a legal court filing. Right. Is like, what? They what get are we so doing? petty with each other. That's so petty. Ooh, petty. That's so, but I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I had that sort of status and money, would I, I mean, I don't know. It would be something about a podcast, maybe, like, if I was like, because, because again, like Oakley's sort of punching up. Oakley or Dolan is like a, is a billionaire. He owns the Knicks, so it'd be like me punching up at like right. uh, like a, whatever the Game of Thrones podcast, biggest Game of Thrones podcast is, and being like they would they wouldn't even they they embarrass themselves by not even mentioning Visceralist podcast and their awesome coverage of Game of Thrones. Like it's that it's silly. Yeah. Should I do that? That's a one way to get to fame. One way to get yeah. noticed. Let's it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a, the, yes. there's an old saying that's like, if, if a dog barks at the moon, no one cares. But if the moon bark, barks back at the dog, 
then it's a big story or something like that. Right. Which, yeah, of course. That's like when people were like, who was going at, when like Jazzo was going at Jay-Z or something, or, or like when... Um... Nobody cared about Oh, damn, look at this footage. Wait, what? Man, you got me going way back. This is Charles Barkley versus Charles Oakley. At, like video footage of Oakley getting into fights during games? I, I kid this Barkley. This is from like 1987. They still hated each other back then. That's when I started. That's when I started disliking each other. Then, oh damn, Barkley! <laughs> he put Oak Dog on the ground. Oak Dog is wearing his Daisy Dukes and shit. Okay, Daisy Dukes. Us. Okay, well, to the listeners, we'll have links for all this stuff in the show notes. So, um. Block. Um, That's not a foul. Okay, this is going off the rails. Good block from Charles Barkley. Sorry about that. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> videos. What do you mean? Yeah, but blocking? overall, I don't know what's going to come out of this. Is Charles? Nothing. What is Charles Nothing. asking? Is he, is he asking Nothing. for money, or is he just that, being like? He's asking for. I th- I think he's asking for. He's asking for any more. They didn't say an <laughs> amount, but they said uh, Oakley is seeking compensatory damages for emotional distress and or mental anguish, which well, in a civil suit could be potentially a lot. Also, so he's saying I like, Dolan, let me just say that Dolan like, and what? MSG Networks are accused of defamation, assault, battery, and violating the American Disabilities Act. I was like, does Charles Oakley have a disability? I mean, if you're like six ten and like over the age of fifty, I I mean, he was walking fine. His hands big as shit. Okay, well let's let's not get us us wrapped into this case. Now I'm be called up. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it, look, if we can it, somehow yeah. spin that into promo for the podcast, then a wrestling promo. Or just general promo, just like get more. If we can get more five star reviews and and five star ratings and reviews out of it, damn, I um I almost had a good joke. Okay, we'll save it for next week. Um, can I tell you what it was? Yes, of course. Be music coming on. Okay. Well, oh no! Is that experience. Charles Oakley's? Is that Charles Oakley's music? Is that? I think he's gonna come on and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck James Dolan." I mean, because we talked about. So save the good joke for next week. Um, and, well, your internet's breaking up again. It's just usually our <laughs> our to, to wrap up. So, any closing thoughts? Um. Okay, Bistro's podcast episode. 32. Oh, but um, Kirby Enthusiasm is coming back. Vice okay. Principals is coming back. I know you're not down with it, but it looks like no, it's gonna be hilarious. Gonna final season. Well, we'll watch Curb. I think let's cover Curb. And, it, and the Buckeyes play on Saturday on fucking Fox Sports, which is unbelievable. Fox Sports, yes. Who are they? Play? They're playing like Army. Oh God! <laughs> They're gonna run the ball a thousand times.